welcome to the More Sports Podcast on the More Than Sports Podcast Network. I am your host, Custis Moore. Today, Brent and I had a really good discussion. Um, we obviously did pick'ems, that'll be later on in the podcast, but early on we did discuss the uh, college football playoff committee and their selections and how atrocious it actually was. Um, we voiced our opinions about ratings, um, rankings, excuse me, of teams, how the top four is just not great. Um, and it could have been done a lot, a lot, a lot better. Um, but yeah, check it out. Check out the website, morethansports.com. Got a couple new articles up there for you, talking about NFL's best and worst um, of each week. Um, and then we got our own guy. His name Blake. Blake is doing uh, Pickums himself. Um, in a writing format, so he he's going to have his own weekly pickums as well. Um, but yeah, go ahead, give it a listen, check out the website, rate it five stars um, on Apple Podcasts if you listen on there. Give me five stars. So <laughs> y'all enjoy. back yay it is after a failed first recording don't worry it was only like 30 seconds if it was longer than two minutes i probably would have walked out okay it is 12 21 a.m on november the 4th central time what a wild time uh central daylight time central daylight for just a few more days and then it's central standard time then it switches to central standard time since I don't care last, about the hour. I care about the letters. Since we last talked, uh, what's happened in sports? Ah, Gary Patterson fired. Gary Patterson fired. Henry Ruggs murdered somebody. Texas Tech coaching search still continues. It's uh, not going to be anyone good at this point. Von Miller got traded. Ah, yeah. Jalen Smith was released again. Derrick Henry's out for the rest of the season. Jameis Winston probably out for the season. Trevor Simeon or Jason Hill is probably going to lead the New Orleans Saints. Trevor Simeon didn't look horrible. It didn't look like amazing. He's not going to win them games. That he might the Saints look good. If Peyton Manning can win the Super Bowl with the Broncos that one whoa, year, so anybody. Peyton Manning's a great quarterback. That one year was not. That was his worst year in the NFL, which was still better than over exactly. half the starters in the league. Yeah, exactly. Nothing Trevor Simeon. Nothing wrong with that. He didn't do anything to win them games. He did what he needed to win yeah. Their defense was incredible. There's year. a reason why they kept Brock Osweiler in the season. Brock Osweiler. Biggest Man that robbed the, the Texans of $72 million? You know what? I don't even count as robbing. Maybe back in the day, yeah, but now we realize how stupid the Texans are. And it's just like, hey, the main. Brock looked good one season, though. He did, but I wouldn't have paid him that much not, money. Not, 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 not $72 good. million. Not, dollars, not, even, not even close. Oh, also, the committee oh, yeah. took a giant crap oh, on yeah. the entire face of any team outside the uh, the Big Five. So, so that's actually what we're going to start off talking about is uh, – College football playoff committee all need to resign. Um, you can put a dartboard on the wall, like right behind you. Blindfold me. Put all 130-ish FBS teams up there. And I give me 25 darts with numbers on them. And I could rank them better throwing them up there. Probably not. Probably. Probably not. Probably. Probably not. You you could take... But I get the, I get the metaphor. Yeah, thank you. I do get the metaphor. Thanks. I appreciate it. You're welcome. Nothing goes over my head. A lot of things go in my head. I am like five six. You are five six, yeah. Yeah. Um. So yeah, I mean, it was horrible. I there was I thought it's, it was a, I thought it was a joke. I was on Twitter. I thought people were messing around when I saw Oregon ranked in the top four. I saw Cincy at six. I saw OU at eight, which you know I kind of I kind of I kind of liked that one. To be fair, because I really didn't think that they were that good, but they're not eight. They're higher than eight. The question is, okay, I'll ask you this. Here, I'll, I'll get through the rankings real quick. Georgia one, Alabama two with one loss. Michigan State at three, undefeated, coming off a win against Michigan. Oregon at number four with their loss against Stanford, but they have a win against Ohio State. Ohio State, number five, they have one ranked win. That's over Minnesota. And they have one loss. That was to Oregon, Cincinnati, six and uh, number six at eight and oh, they have a win over a top 10 team on the road at Notre Dame, Cincinnati, or Michigan, Oklahoma, Wake Forest. Notre Dame round out. The top 10. Usually each committee has their own signature, something they follow by. I mean, not losing games. Maybe that is the eye test. Maybe that is style points. Maybe that's a big win. I, I couldn't find a theme for this committee besides one thing. That was head to head. 
which happened maybe three different occasions uh, with Wisconsin, Iowa, Mississippi State, Kentucky, Oregon, Ohio State. Other than that, there's no theme for this committee. It just seemed as random as you could get. Sure, like if you want to put Alabama at two, fine with me. You want to put Cincinnati at six, fine with me. Be able to justify and be able to be consistent, which they were not whatsoever. Through eight games, I'm not putting a team with three losses ranked. Does that make sense? That does make sense, but that's not the biggest problem I have. No. But anybody, look at that rankings. Does anybody under number 12 have a chance to make the top four? No! Exactly. So that's why I'm not worried about it. Top 12 is all that matters. But the thing, well, I mean, they, a lot of things could, like, a lot of crazy things could happen. Georgia could lose two straight. Stuff yeah. could, like, anything could happen. We could have two two-loss teams in this thing, which wouldn't happen in this day and age. But it could. The committee likes themselves in Alabama. the irritating thing is, I'm looking at this. I love Mike Leach. Mississippi State five and three. They could not compete with Bama. This shows. I think this shows the committee's inexperience because Kentucky is a good team, but they're K- better than Mississippi State. Well, I get the head to head, but they they are. I think that they're better than Mississippi they, State. Whether they're better or not, Kentucky. I think what happens? Committee's thinking. Okay, Kentucky has to be ranked. They're six and two. Only two losses to Georgia, and on the road to Mississippi State, they have to be ranked. It's like, hey, let's put them at eighteen. The committee's like, wait a second. Well, Mississippi State just beat them, even though they're five and three. Even though they have some, yeah, but a blind even though they have some bad losses nut every once in a while. Even they lost to Memphis. Hey, you know what? Uh, I guess since they beat Kentucky, we had to put them above them. They did the same thing with Wisconsin, Iowa. Wisconsin's oh five my and three. God, they're horrible. But guess what? Penn State's five and three. Why is Penn State not on the top? Because they lost three straight, like you said that they would. <laughs> they, they always do. Uh, and Oregon, Ohio State, which I get that justification, but like it's almost like the committee is trying to like. What I don't please people by putting please the head to head argument by putting Mississippi State above Kentucky, putting Wisconsin above Iowa. I'm taking UTSA over the bottom ten teams in the yeah, bottom eight teams in this. Ole Miss, okay, it's bottom eight. So Kentucky'd be Ole Miss or Kentucky beat UTSA. Maybe, maybe not. NC State, give me UTSA against NC State. Give me UTSA against all these guys, man. And I say UTSA goes four and four. They beat more than that. Point. I mean, they're beat. What? Where did Minnesota come from? Number one. Uh, no, just a ranking to justify. Who'd they beat. They lost to Ohio State. Remember, quality losses matter more than quality wins. I, it's so frustrating. Imagine being eight zero going into week ten, and you're not ranked. I mean, I I get. It. They should be somewhere between twenty and twenty five. Twenty and twenty five. They should be in the rankings. And they, they should would, be considered. They would a go good four and team. four at best against the the last eight teams that yeah. ranked today. I disagree. Illinois, Lamar, Middle Tennessee, Memphis, UNLV, Western Kentucky, Rice, Louisiana Tech. Playing those teams is a lot different than playing Kentucky, Minnesota, Fresno, Iowa, Wisconsin. Yeah, but I, I don't think NC I don't think State. I don't think Fresno is an elite team. Granted, UTSA beat Memphis. Memphis beat Mississippi State. So like, I mean, so this is the problem that I have is that is that the committee seems to be very biased towards one conference here. Well, they sent a to towards two conferences here. Oh, to to five conferences here. They sent a giant <laughs> message to the group of five saying, "Hey, join a big conference. Join a big you're conference. not going to be good. Hey, but... hey, go make big money, or hey, go make a super conference." It was, an, it was an embarrassing moment for the college football playoff whenever these rankings came out. I you think they care? I think that they should all like they should all be fired. Like go back. Like I wasn't kidding. I said go back to the BCS. <clears throat> they ranked people better. They, yeah, they did. did. Because and it was more honestly more fun to watch. The AP and this should not be as much different as it is now. Something interesting that I pointed out. I earlier. don't agree. AP is a lot on recency bias. I think cultural playoffs should zone under the four best. Teams. It is recency bias. It it does do that. So whenever you lose later in the season, it typically hurts you more. It's reason why yeah. BCS did the same thing. It was it's a reason why Tech didn't make um, a BCS game. In BCS game in two thousand eight, um, whatever that year where they were. Three Big Twelve South teams that were eleven and one broke all the tiebreakers. One beat one. They all beat each other. The only reason OU got the bid was because they lost the earliest in the season and they were ranked higher than all three. Yeah, and Tech was ranked the lowest because they, they lost they the most nas- recently. They get the national title game because they lost the earliest. Yeah, very interesting. So, I believe the playoff great idea. It shouldn't be this far apart to improve. But guess what? Coach football playoffs is all about money. It won't change as long as the big schools. The money-making schools continue to make the playoffs. It doesn't matter. It does not matter because they're the ones that have the money. They're the ones that get in the TV deals. Where is SMU? ESPN Where doesn't is care. Coastal? Fox doesn't care. 
where's Fresno State? SMU beat a Power 5 school this year. I'm not saying that TCU is a great team. I'm just saying that they beat a Power 5 school this year. I just... I get Coastal's in the Sun Belt, but they look good, man. Like, they kill everyone well, they play except for that one game. Man. I can see an argument for Coastal and SMU not being Houston. In, I get they're, and, they had a Houston. one really bad loss to Texas Tech. But but the committee asked, group when UFC had to make it a few years ago, they asked, hey, what, what did they need to do in the group of five to make it? They said, hey, challenge yourself, non-conference. Cincinnati has, in my opinion, the second best win on the season. Going to the road, South Bend. And winning against Notre Dame, who's a top ten team this year, only only behind Oregon beating Ohio State in the horseshoe. That's the only thing. And so second best win of the year. And that what does that count for? Nothing. And not non conference games are scheduled so far in advance. It's a lot harder for these teams to get them closer. Yeah, it's not like basketball. I mean, they're scheduled six to twelve years in advance. It's like more, they, they Tech just made a like a twenty thirty home and home. Twenty thirty four. Twenty thirty four. Yeah. Okay. Well, some of these. I mean, yeah. And with the COVID year, it threw a lot of stuff out of balance. They were replaying games they're going to play last year. Pushing games around. So, since he beat Notre Dame, still think Notre Dame's overrated. Since he beat Notre Dame in South Bend, winning in South Bend. But the committee thinks Notre Dame's not overrated. The committee thinks but, Notre Dame's But they Notre have, they have Notre, Notre Dame at 10. Exactly, that's what I'm saying. So, so I, don't, I don't understand. I'm trying to figure out who Georgia has played that they're so impressed with. Wait, I get okay, Georgia. Whoa, 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 Georgia's 8. No, who have they played? Georgia's number one team in the country. Yeah, they are. But like, what my, what, point, what is, my point is, what is the difference between these three teams, four teams? Who have they played? Who is Alabama played? Georgia's dominated every team they played. They they, they pass every match. Georgia's easily number Georgia's one. Georgia's defense is so good that they doesn't got matter that what right. their offense does. And Ge- yeah, Georgia- no, I think that they got that right, but what is the difference between Georgia's schedule and Cincinnati's schedule this year? So far, as we've seen. Better teams. Are they? Better teams. Cincinnati, their schedule, the teams they played. But, but, but who do they have a win against is what I'm trying the teams to, they, is what I'm trying oh, to yeah, prove. Yeah, exactly. But Cincinnati, the teams they played are combined 12 games below 500. They struggled the last two weeks, which I get. I'm, I think Cincinnati should be in the top four. But they struggled the last two weeks against teams, each with one loss at the time, or one win at the time. They, uh, But they did go on the road to beat Notre Dame. Georgia, they have continued. Man, it's doing it again. your voice again? This has been like four weeks now. Uh, Georgia has a win against Arkansas. It's not in the rankings. <laughs> Take a breath. Auburn, Kentucky, Ford. I mean, they play, they're playing teams with winning records. Georgia... That's the one thing the committee cannot screw up now. I know how hard they try. <laughs> Georgia's number one team in the country. But after that, and he even said, the uh, cultural committee chair said that three through nine were interchangeable. He didn't say two through nine. So he said oh, Alabama. Oh, there's such horse crap. He said Alabama was unequivocally number two. <clears throat> Is that better? Probably not. What happened? You were it fine. just happens when I talk too long. I gave a freaking, I don't know. Half a sermon today. Half a sermon. I saw your costume. I sent it to everybody. I know. Yeah. Thank you. But um, what I don't understand is Bama being two. They lost to A and M. Who's A and M should not be ranked fourteen. Let's be clear. But they lost to A and M. Michigan State beat a Michigan team that I think is overrated. But committee doesn't. Committee thinks they're seven. But, but why? But like, like I get it. They have one loss, and it's to a good Michigan State team. But I don't think that I don't think Michigan or Michigan State have played anybody all season. They've had wins that are close against bad teams too, haven't they? Well, I mean, somebody has to be number three. But they've Northwestern, Youngstown State. My Miami, point is, Cincinnati should Nebraska, be three. Nebraska, Western Kentucky, Rutgers. Michigan State has played one ranked team, and it's Michigan. I mean, it was an impressive win. It's a great day, win. Kenneth Walker is a fantastic. Player. I think winning should account for something, and that's what the committee has shown in the past. That hey, they they're gonna take eleven one team over a two loss team any day. Well, right. They're not showing that here. So what happens when Bama loses a second game this year to Georgia? Depends if it's close. I would not be surprised. Alabama is the first two loss team in the playoff. So that that would be an insane. Just and Kirk Herbstreit was. Now he did say three through nine were interchangeable. At least put them together right now. One thing that was interesting is the top 10 in the AP and the top 10 in the college football playoff rankings were all the same, just completely different. In interesting, different kind, of, kind of interesting. But they, they were, they are the same 10 teams, yeah. both, both committees, I guess. AP is just writers. It's just, but, an, just an awful, uh, awful order. It's just a horrible order. I mean, OU at eight, I'm putting them at like six or five at the lowest. They're undefeated. I get it. They've had some bad wins there. They're a completely different team with I their did. quarterback. And I get they look. Herb Street was completely wrong when they said that they played one complete game this year. It's not true. 
a false statement. They've played a lot. Whenever they put in Williams in the UT game, there was no I, they. That was the most complete half of football I've ever seen in my entire life. Okay, different it, quarterback is one half. Football is two halves. I one get it, but they put not, in a new quarterback. Okay, two lane game, not a complete. Okay, you are wrong. Go all the way back. You are right. They had a complete game against Western Carolina. Okay, go Nebraska was it? Go to whenever Williams was starting. Whatever his name is, Texas. At oh, it's starting. Okay, at T. So complete game against TCU. So they've had three complete. The Kansas games this was year. a bat. With Kansas, just was I don't know what happened. Fluke. They were looking to the next week. Not a complete game though. They they still won the game. I just but I agree. There has to be something eight said. Eight is horse crap. And, I mean, and that confuses me. Loss, 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 loss. And pretty much committee saying, hey, winning seven games in very fancy fashion, but losing one is better than losing winning eight games and losing none. But those eight games you win are close games. It makes no sense at all. Because football, at the end of the day, what 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 do you want? You want to win. You want to win. And guess what? Oklahoma has won. Michigan State has won against the teams put in front of them. Cincinnati has won against the teams put in front of them. I know UTSA has won. That's a different. That's a different story. The thing about and Cincinnati can be said to be one of the top teams in the country. I think George is beatable, simply because who have they played? Who have they really blown out? Every team they played. That those are not blowouts. That wasn't a blowout. Seventeen points. They weren't that good. They weren't that good. It's still a blowout. It's still a blowout. But put it. But put it. Like I just want. Like put up. Like like that. Okay. Well, who do you think should be number one then? Why are you I, no, I think George should be number okay, one. Okay, while we're talking about this, there's so many other things they messed up on. I, I just I just want to know. Everyone's like, oh, just so consensus on Georgia. Like, yeah, I get it. They should be number one right now. If Georgia... But they're beatable. Like, Bama can beat them. Like, they're, like, I would take a mortgage out of my house to bet on Georgia if they put Alabama right now. Their defense... They have a walk in the park for the rest of, their, yeah. the, rest of the season. They're at Tennessee. Not an easy place to play. Georgia's is that not- Charleston Southern is who they're playing? It is. Schedule hard point. Anyways, uh, always does that the second to last game of the year. Georgia Tech. Georgia Tech's not the only the only chance they have losing is in the conference championship game, which means Georgia's in the playoffs no matter what. Unless they, unless Georgia Tech, you know, unless they choke somewhere, which they could, but I don't know. They, they could, but guess what? I'm not impressed with their offense. Defense, I'm with their defense, defense always shows up for any team, no matter where they're playing. Offense. Offense is always one like his well, offense gonna show up. Defense is always yeah, solid. You know, yeah. defense is gonna do what they need to do. Which team not in the top ten right now is the best chance of making the playoffs? It's one of those two Big Twelve teams at eleven and twelve. It's a very uh, easy question. I just want you to answer. I'm sorry, Kathy. Sorry, Custis's mom, but it's not Baylor. It's Oklahoma State. Yeah, you're been, wrong there. Oklahoma State. They still have. They still have to play. Don't uh, give me the head to head. They lost to West Virginia. So t- Iowa State. Iowa, Iowa State. State. They lost to Iowa State. That's not a bad loss on the road. Yes. Better than losing to Stanford. It's better than losing to Stanford. They still have Oklahoma. They they both can make it. They both have Oklahoma on their schedule. Uh but what if what if they knock them off? Baylor, and they have another bad Baylor loss, no Texas. Big Twelve team again. If, Baylor beat Texas sound. If any Big Twelve team is twelve and one, whether it's Oklahoma, Oklahoma State, or Baylor, they will be in the college football playoffs. Are you sure? I am because no. right now it doesn't look like right now that not, would happen. Right now, the only thing I'm sure of is that Georgia will make the playoffs if they went out. Regular season. Anyways, college football playoff. You guys should be embarrassed. Um, eight no teams, one loss teams not being ranked going into week ten. Um, teams that are five and three that are ranked at twenty one. Another team that's five and three ranked at seventeen. Um, embarrassed with your rankings. Actually, the worst thing I've ever seen in my life. Thank you. College football is the second most profitable sport, second most watched sport in the country. Take a guess what the number one one is. National football. But yet, they're the only league in the entire country, in the entire world, that can't figure out how to work a playoff system. NFL has figured it out. NBA has figured it out. College basketball, college football, college Every softball. Every other college football division has figured it out. Every except other for college the football division. The freaking Little League World Series has figured it out. <laughs> college football cannot figure it out, and it's an embarrassment to the sport. Whether it's the committee members, whether it's Bill Hancock, the college football playoff chairman that works for the NCAA, somebody has to make changes. Somebody needs to stop sucking in all the money from these power conferences and actually go and change football. Because guess what? Football is headed towards a direction right now like it's never been before where only five or six teams have a chance to win, and so that's where all the recruits are going. And with NIL, that's where all the deals are going to be headed. If college football doesn't act in the next one or two years, college football is going to be very top-heavy. It's going to get very, very boring. It's going to become like the instantly women's basketball. 
How it yeah. was with UConn, Notre Dame, Baylor, South Carolina, and Baylor for the longest time. It's gonna become like that if they're not careful. Yeah, um, and you know, I've the playoff needs to expand, and I thought they would have at this point. It's twenty twenty one. The college football playoff started. They've been talking about it since twenty fourteen, since it first came out. Yeah. How do you and think it should look? You get a pick. Do you, Do you really want me to go into this quickly? There's no such thing. Okay, I'll do mine quickly then. Okay. 16-team playoff. I think winning a conference championship should mean something. All 10 conference champions in. Last six, wild card. Committee decides the six wild card teams. I like that, except the fact that and the, the winner the in the CUSA is in there. Give them a chance. Well, right, I agree. That's why it should and be also, bigger than 16 teams. Make it 27 like D2. 24. There's 27 now. Well, every division, so I think D3 16. Oh, okay, yeah, I'm thinking of FCS. D2 is 27. I think the FCS is actually 28. Or it's 24 it, it's a weird number. It's not, like a, it's not an even. No, no, because by, by, by. Wait, if you do 16, home Which, teams right, can I host. 16 would be great. Home teams can host, or the top seed can host. Uh, what if you did? Also, that gives number one seed, like a Georgia, essentially a buy when they're playing like a Louisiana Tech. But it'll be good for Louisiana Tech, make some money. Good for Georgia because they get to host a playoff game at home. Good for America because we get more football, get playoff football. Good well, for these TV deals because they get more people watching playoff football. Another argument that people have made is too many games. I'm like, what? Look at these FCS D3, D2 schools, and they're playing 15, 16 games in a season. Too many games. Too many, too many okay, games. Change regular season 11 games. I'm fine with that. Take out one. Or just one play in your conference. Take out the FCS games. Get rid of the three, four non conference games every year. That would have been a lot more doable if the SEC hadn't gone to 16 teams, I feel like. Um, but it's still doable. I mean, mm-hmm. play in your conference. Um, I say the Power 5 conferences, you get an automatic in. Uh, those five do. I'm not saying that they're yeah, but it's they're not, automatically in, but they're not, the they're not... It's the way they affiliate with conferences. They're not... Yeah, but shut up. They're not seated. <laughs> they're not seated one through five. They're seated somewhere in there, but they're in yeah. there. Um, and then, I mean, it's a rankings other stuff just up after that uh, win-loss record stuff like that um so power i'd say power five and then rankings after that would probably be the two most important things so yeah and make a way for a group of five team to get in there that way they can stop complaining and well it, great that's exactly what the 16 team you know moving yeah. up to larger amounts and people are like oh we're gonna lose the bowl game so many money's lost incorporate Ooh. the bowl games into the playoff games exactly. that's it it's not that freaking hard i can do it in my sleep pool first round if you do 16 first round could be at the host site so then you have eight so there'll be four games you have four there'll be two games in the championships let's say that's six games you have to host you have you have your six big bowl games rotate wow. around those six it sounds like the new year's six wow crazy or if the new year's six when the host is semifinals only do those and then do like the sun bowl the sun do, bowl what, what else what's another the holiday bowl the birmingham <laughs> the birmingham bowl the birmingham bowl Hawaii. The Houston Bowl, the Hawaii Bowl, or the Boca Raton Bowl, or the, the Armed Liberty Forces. Bowl. The Armed Forces Bowl. Guess what? Get Navy in the playoffs. I guarantee you, people rather watch the Sun Bowl if it's a playoff game rather than a no one would, Texas no one Tech knows. playing a San Diego State or whoever they play now. Texas Tech has played in the Sun Bowl more than any other team. Except for UTEP. I mean, like, yeah, yeah. But like the actual Sun Bowl. So, yeah. But yeah, we're going to take a quick break real quick. Thank God. <laughs> All right, we're going to go ahead and transition into Pick'ems this week. We're going to start off with your five, Branson. Which means you get to go first. Well, your five are better, so if it's a out of order, it seems like we're doing it backwards. That is why I get first dibs, though. I'm talking about like we're doing like the lower games first, building up to. The oh right, games. of course. Yeah, yeah. Because I, I got I got to pick first. Yeah, yeah. That's what I'm saying. It's a small week in college football though. It's always a small week in college football. Um, after this, all the weeks are good weeks. False. Texas Tech still plays. Just don't. We don't have to watch. <laughs> we don't play this week. <laughs> we, don't, we don't play this week, and it's a bad week. Coincidence? Texas Tech basketball next Tuesday. Six two Tuesdays. Days, six days from now. No, next Tuesday. Dang. That's wild. Okay. All right. Ohio State getting 15 points in Lincoln against Nebraska. Yeah. Finding Scott Frost. What do you think on that? <laughs> Nebraska, they have, I mean, they turned around since the beginning of the season. Have they? Since losing to Illinois, they haven't not looked as bad as. <laughs> as bad. They're going to win four games. They looked as bad as their 3-6 record. If you look at who they lost to, they 
lost to a good Purdue team by five points. No. They lost to just, a ranked no. Minnesota team on the road by seven. They lost to Michigan by three. Lost to Michigan State by three. Lost to Oklahoma by seven. They've had a tough schedule. Three top seven teams. And they lost all of them by one possession. Uh, Ohio State's offense is really good, but Penn State slowed them down just a little bit. They are flying high. But I think there was there's some th- uh, some things that Nebraska can take away from that Penn State game, some film to watch. Nebraska likes close games, especially Lincoln. They always play each other close. They always have this 11 a.m. kickoff. Nebraska always plays Oklahoma, or Ohio State close. I think Ohio State wins the game, but I think, I think for some reason Nebraska will cover that 15-point spread, make it a close game. They have shown that pattern all season long. Wow. Very interesting. Very, very interesting. Um, I do not believe in Scott Frost as a coach. Um, I think he can get games close. I don't think he can win the big game when it comes to larger schools. Um, I mean, what they've shown some fight this year. The only reason that they lost to Michigan, and again, why I don't think Michigan is a good team, is they almost lost to Nebraska on a fumble very late in the game that Nebraska had that basically turned the game. If around. Nebraska kickers made his field goals, they would be Oklahoma right. too. So I don't, I don't know if there's just a curse on Scott Frost or on Nebraska themselves. Scott Frost was good um, at UCF. He was like, yeah, I get, like, I think he'll. Nebraska- bow- I- I don't know if Nebraska's the place for him. I know he played there. Nobody saw this um, coming, though. This is the, that's a big jump, too. UCF to Nebraska. High expectations. Unrealistic from a national champion to Nebraska. Miami, Nebraska, UCS, UCS, USC, Texas. The most four toxic expectations in all college football. I think Nebraska's up there. Just how consistently bad they've been this decade this since, since going to the Big Ten. Century since they since they uh, went to the national championship. Have they been ranked since the, the Namak and Sioux? Dominic Sue, yeah. had like six sacks in a game or whatever that was. A ridiculous season. Uh, yeah, good times. Um, give me Ohio State, and I'm gonna say Ohio State outright, just because. I I, I want to be different than you. That's really it. I really couldn't care how that game. You're in goes. a big debt right now. I'm not that bad. Are you? I, I think mean, I won last track. week. Yeah, I, I, I need I, I need to bet. go. I need to go through. I didn't have the best week last week. The next game that you picked, Whack Wake at UNC. UNC. UNC is favored by two points. Mac Brown. Do not, in any circumstance, fall for this trap. Wake Forest is a top 10 team, and they're the underdog at North Carolina. North Carolina wins games. If they're going to win a game, they're going to win the game with the offense. Bad thing for uh, the Tar Heels, though, is that Wake Forest can also score a lot and in bunches. Uh, I think Wake Forest knows how big this game is. They know how big every game is. If they slip up once, they're completely done. If they go undefeated, they don't even, they don't have the best chance to make the playoffs anyways, which is crazy. Undefeated ACC school might not make the playoffs. But I think Wake Forest will be ready for this game. I think it seems it screams too much of a trap game to be a trap game, if that makes sense. I think Wake Forest will have their attention. And I think the Demon Deacons will go into Chapel Hill and make North Carolina 4-5. and five. You know, I watched many years of Mac Brown coaching the University of Texas. He's a really good football coach. He's old. He's washed. Old dogs still have tricks. UNC. Go, go, go Hills. UNC wins on a last-second field goal. They win. Oh, by, you're, you're breaking the score. They win by one. Wake so Forest, Wake Forest covers. covers. Okay. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Wake Forest covers. They could tie. Hey, good teams win. Great, Great teams, teams cover. cover. You know who made that quote? Probably Barstool Big Cat. Lee Corso. Did he actually? I think so, yeah. No, I don't that, That's the first I ever heard say like 10 years ago. Oh, my God. Next, next game, Michigan State at Purdue. Michigan State favored by only three after knocking off Michigan. Feels like another trap game. It does feel like a trap I think game. It is a trap Purdue game. Purdue likes to knock off teams that are ranked. Only only when they're number two, though. So and and it's in Purdue. Maybe in the West college Lafayette football playoff saved them. By putting them at three. And putting them at three. Michigan State's favorite by three. You can go first in this one. What? This is your pick. Okay, fine. I'll, I'll go first. Oh, in this you one. did it last minute, too. And it was Purdue, bad. Purdue wins big games. Purdue went do- at home. Yeah. Purdue does win big games. This is going to be an upset at some point this week. The question is... Michigan State, Kenneth Walker looked so freaking good in that Michigan game. Um, Purdue, one huge game, ranked 
Played terribly the next week. Got beat. You got blown out by the fighting Graham Mertz. They got, they got blown out by Graham Mertz. Purdue is on people's radars. People know that he can't sleepwalk on Purdue. Unfortunately. Michigan, Michigan State is in the sandwich game. They had Michigan last week. They had Ohio State in two weeks. This could be a trap game. This Kenneth Walker is too good, and Purdue's run defense is absolutely terrible. If if it was the other way around, if Michigan State's pass offense was really good, then I might pick Purdue. But it's their run offense that is so so good. I'm gonna pick an upset this week. It's not gonna be this one either. Give me Michigan State, and they cover. Like I said, uh, Purdue loves to knock off big teams and lose easy games. Unfortunately, Kenneth Walker is too good for their defense. Michigan State outright. Oklahoma State getting three and a half points, traveling to Morgantown, Morgantown. West Virginia. Burn the couches. I said I was picking an upset this week. This is it. Whoa. West Virginia whoa. at home. They have won two straight. They beat Iowa State at home last week. It's hard to play in Morgantown. No, Brown has kind of had his quarterback situation figured out, his offensive situation figured out. They're scoring points. Oklahoma State, they're left out of the conversation. Nobody's talking about them, even though they only have one loss. And it's kind of like Kentucky last week, a team that, hey, they could, if they went out, they can stick in the football cultural playoffs. But if they lose this week, nobody's going to really care or blink their odds twice. I think it's in a weird spot for Oklahoma State. They can go into this West Virginia game almost underestimating the Mountaineers. I don't know how Tech won. Because Jared Diggy had an awful game. I don't know how uh, Tech won in Morgantown, but I think Oklahoma State does not survive this trip. Give me West Virginia winning at home. I love Mike Gundy's hair. Cowboys by 50. <laughs> Cowboys. <laughs> <laughs> um, Go mullet. West Virginia is not a good football team. Neil Brown hasn't proved himself as a coach. He lost to Texas Tech in Morgantown. Which, again, is not an easy place to play. If you said this six years ago, we'd go to Morgantown, I'd be like, oh, man. We're oh, go yeah. play Geno Smith. That was, like, that was like eight years ago. Geno Smith. He was really good until Tech good. went to Morgantown. and beat him. We have to go play Kevin White. Kevin White, no. Your wide receiver. Oh, oh. Yeah. Who's your quarterback in the late 2000s? Pat White. Pat White, yeah. Dude set blocks and Tavon Austin. They were really good before they joined the Big 12. They almost made the uh, – who was knocked them off that one year? Is it Pitt? Um, Oklahoma State. Give me Oklahoma State. I didn't even write yours down. Whoops. Whoops, Junior. Okay, my last pick. Another Big 12 game. The Battle of I-35. The Holy War. Baptist versus whatever. Technically Christian University. Technically Christian by label. Uh, Baylor's getting six and a half. What is TCU? Hold on. While you looked it up, let me... Set this up. Baylor's getting six and a half. It is in Fort Worth, which I've ever seen a game at Avon Jean Carter. Not much of a home field advantage. The Christian Church, the Disciples of Christ. Never been on a team who just lost their coach middle of the season. TCU, six is such a small number for just losing Gary Patterson. They're playing a really, really good Baylor squad. I know I did not pick Baylor last week. I know it upset certain members of your family that I shall not name. <laughs> Don't worry, Baylor, by double digits this week. Yeah, that's going to be the one way. Maybe it's a kiss of death. Where you're wrong. Congratulations, TCU. TCU. Gary Patterson just... parted ways. Quote, he's retiring, whatever. Quote, he's going to Texas Tech. Quote, no. Um, not going to happen. But, TCU. Yeah, I, I have nothing good to say about them. Give me Baylor. <laughs> They've struggled against every team they play. They really have, except they... for Tech. Only Big 12 win, and they blew us out. They blew us out. Ah, we're moving on to my games now. Army at Air Force. Oh. Air Force favored by two and a half. The battle for the Commander-in-Chief trophy. Until it really doesn't matter. Hey, if Air Force wins this game, the Army-Navy game does not matter. Air Force just gets the trophy. They're the Army-Navy game always matters. In terms of the trophy, it does the not. The Army-Navy game always matters. Where is this game on? Army doesn't have a defense. They play at 10.30 a.m. Pain. Amy. Oh, wow. Amy. Army. On, on CBS, too. Army a, is 4-3. and three. Air Force is 6-2. and two. Who's favored? Air Force. Air Force by 2.5. Yeah. 
Army's defense has struggled. Giving up big numbers that they usually don't under Jeff Munkin. Air Force's defense has been really solid. And they pass the ball a little bit more than you think for a triple option team. I think, especially playing in the altitude, 10.30 a.m. I mean, I'm, yeah. Early, 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 early morning game. I was going to pick that. You know what time this is in Colorado? 9.30 Colorado time. It's like waking up as a kid going to play football at like 8 a.m. Yeah, like playing upward football, like flag football. Upward football. Air Force wins. And they cover. All right. Well, since you decided to take my stuff. You were taking too long. Air Force. Only loss, well, not only loss. They're six and two. Um, in their last five, they're four and one. Their only loss coming to a very good, to a good San Diego State team. Uh, lost by six points in that game. Earlier in the season, they lost to Utah State by four in a shootout. Shootout in the triple option team. Usually, the triple option team does not win. From experience, um, the ground raid. From it's the ground raid. Um, but I still think Air Force is a good football team. Don't count out Army. It's going to be a close game. Army has lost their last three, so it's either going to be a huge win for Army, they're going to be ready, or it's going to be a tumble effect, um, and Air Force wins. So I'm taking Air Force um, since Army lost to uh, Ball State three weeks ago. Um, I'm taking Air Force, um, and uh, Army will not cover that spread. It means the Air Force Falcons will be lifting the Commander-in-Chief trophy. Unfortunately, yes. The best team out of all three of them will not be doing that Navy. Um, Describe best. Uh, overall, the last 20 years. Okay, um, that's fair. Not this season. Uh, Auburn A&M. At A&M, favored well, by four and a half. Only ranked matchup of the week? Question I believe one. it is. I bet against Bo Nix every day. <laughs> but he's been impressive. Hey, did you know he was an Auburn fan growing up? Really? No, I, I, I did not. Oh wait, you know I I've I've watched two seconds of an Auburn game before, so yeah, <laughs> that's all they show. He's he's been really impressive. No, for Bo Nick standards, <laughs> maybe that's smart. He's been good. Set expectations been good. low that way when he does mediocre. You think Jimbo Fisher Fisher's an actual good football coach? Yes, I think it's a fluke. Okay, two with two programs. Yeah, I think it's an actual fluke. Interesting. But I, do, I can't explain it. We'll, we'll dive into just, that later. Just a gut feeling? I, yeah, it is. Sometimes you just get trust your I'm just like, man, he took over Bobby Bowden's program, did a pretty good job, got fired with a and Got over, fired. And he he took, didn't win a natty. He took over for a great Kevin Sumlin coach. I, I thought Kevin Sumlin was a decent coach. I never thought he was a great was, coach. Was I there something between Sumlin and Jimbo? There wasn't, was there? So. Jimbo also has like one of the most expensive contracts in Overall years, well, I, th- I think Saban's just passed it. But his extension in twenty twenty eight passed it. But it's a ten year deal for seventy five million dollars for a dude who hadn't won an Addy. <laughs> anyways, anyways, um, Auburn at A and M. Auburn hasn't been the same since Bo Nix got benched, came back. A and M is still. That's what uh, we need to do to Henry Columbia. What we did do to since Henry Columbia. Never mind. That's <laughs> exactly what we did last I game. Think, I think I concussed. Donovan Smith didn't play bad. Man, a he couple bad decisions. Bad. No, I mean he's a. He's a first game. And he was a receiver for three years. Last two games, A and M beat Missouri by twenty one. South Carolina by thirty. You know the pinnacle of SEC East success. South Carolina was good for a little while there. People like crap on South Carolina. They were really good mm-hmm. there for five or six years. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. In the early two thousand or the early twenty tens. This is this so is Spurrier a, retired this hard, season. I'm getting pick. Yeah, pretty much Javion J- Clowney. Dude, I almost went Will to Auburn. Champ. I almost went to Auburn. Go Tigers. Go go other Tigers. One of the one of the three Tigers. I'll say what the one, two, three. Go Tigers. Go Tigers. Go Tigers. Go Knicks. Are you taking Auburn too? I'm taking Auburn too. Oh wow. It seems AM has been uh competitive or had to be in a competitive game since the Alabama game. Uh no, I take it. Uh, I don't know. I'm going back and forth. I'll, A&M's on two weeks abreast. They I mean they had a bye week. It'll be a two week break to prepare for Auburn. They, they probably watched the entire Auburn Ole Miss game. So, A&M's playing at home. Bo Nix cannot be this good for that long. I changed my vote. Oh, my goodness. Give me A&M. It's a gut feeling. Can't explain it. <laughs> that just automatically means you don't have to explain it. We just move on. Game of the week right here. UTSA at UTEP. UTSA I, favored by 11. After not being ranked, 8-0. I, I wholeheartedly believed if UTEP won last week against Florida Atlantic, 
It should be college game day. 9-15. What a night game to watch. We can be watching this in the mountains in New Mexico. Can we? Yeah, they have a connection there. <laughs> UTSA is 11 point. It would be 8-15 though. Oh, even better. UTSA is 11 point favorite. UTEP has a good defense. Do they? Not a very good offense. Remember whenever their quarterback threw for like 500 yards against us and then they didn't play a game close the rest of the season last year? Two years ago. Two. No, three, that, three was last ago. Year. that was last year. We didn't year. play UTEP last year. We only had Houston Baptist. I'd say, I'm thinking of Houston Baptist. Maybe now yeah. I'm wrong. Sorry, yeah. forgive me. He's for at Western Kentucky now. Cool for him. Uh, UTEP, mediocre offense, good defense. UTSA, good offense, good defense. 11 points is a big number. Especially night game. Playing that late. UTSA wins. UTEP covers. I think that night game. UTEP trips up a lot of teams like that or gets close to a lot of teams playing the late 9-15 game. Because UTSA, they don't play games like that. They don't play games that late. And it's at the Sun Bowl, which is elevation. It's going to be a little bit hot still that late in the game. UTSA is used to playing indoors at the Alamo Dome. Just conditions favor the Miners. UTSA wins. UTEP covers. Very interesting. There's two ways that this goes. Somebody wins or somebody loses. UTSA comes into the week ranked 16 in the AP poll. They come out of the week ranked not no. in the college football playoff poll. Y'all are idiots. College football playoff. Does UTSA fall over and crumble because they're not ranked one week? No. Jeff Trailer calls <laughs> the team. To a blowout victory in the Sun Bowl. Just, he, got a, he got a huge contract extension. Can you imagine? This is why. Can you imagine big t- contract t- extension? You're t- not ranked. The chip t- on your shoulder. And you go out there and lose. Yeah, me. That's true. You got a good point there. I don't. University you, of Texas San Antonio. I don't make you scratch out again. University of Texas San Antonio. What if they go and lose to UTEP? After University of Texas El Paso. It doesn't matter. They're both under the same umbrella. Go. Hook them. No. Go horns. No. No. You're. I'm ending the episode. Is is Texas playing this week? Can I pick them? No, I just Texas want to pick them. Not, I, I need I to be right. Next game: Tulsa at Cincinnati. I just wanted to pick Cincy because they got screwed too. Cincinnati by twenty-two and a half <laughs> against Tulsa. College game day. Good for good for Cincinnati. Go Cincy. How much is how much is the the line? Twenty-two and a half. Give me Cincy by forty. I think another team with the chin. Uh, Chip on their shoulder going into this week is going to be Cincinnati. Um, they're going to be pissed, and they're going to play like their hair is on fire. I was trying to come up with a better. No, that's the only one. That's I'm a huge number, with. but I'm going to agree with you. Cincinnati, they, they had no reason. And, like, yes, they do. But at the same time, they kind of sleepwalking through the middle of the schedule. Navy, Tulane, after getting big wins against Indiana and Notre Dame and one of their bigger rivals, UCF. Tulsa, not necessarily the biggest team. I think college game day being there and the fact that Cincinnati is ranked number six is going to motivate them, like you said, since he wins by more than 22 and a half. More. By more. They cover. All right. Last game that we're picking this week. Your second favorite team versus my second favorite team. Is. How the turn. Navy at Notre Dame. Are they actually playing this in South Bend? Oh, they are. Okay. Navy at number 10, Notre Dame, the most overrated team in the college football playoff right now. Um, college football playoff rankings, most overrated team. Notre Dame favored by 21 and a half. This is a trap game for Notre Dame, and it's been a trap game for them for the last 20 years. I'll Give me Navy it, the upset. Is it a trap game? Like, who are they looking forward to? I don't know. They're for, an independent. Virginia, Georgia Tech, Stanford. Can't play in a conference. Notre Dame cannot make the playoffs this year. I unfortunately have to regretfully admit that even to go 11-1, they do not have the resume to make it unless complete and total chaos ensues. Notre Dame has played teams close all season long. Notre Dame wins the game. Navy covers. 21 is a big number. Wow, you think Notre Dame wins. Especially against a triple option team. It's hard to score. It's hard to win by 21 against a triple option team because you don't get the ball that much. Navy's defense really annoyed me. Um, Coach Ken, his worst season in his long tenure at Navy. 
You look at his games, though. It was rough the first couple. Higher to Nimatololo. I, I would take him in a heartbeat. Um, got smoked by Marshall, smoked by Air Force. One possession Wait, on. game. Can we go back? 23-3, you consider smoking. But when that was Georgia, you didn't consider smoking. No, teams were putting up 13 and like 20. On, not, they still not, 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 not three. Three. And they got beat by Air Force. It wasn't a smoke. It really wasn't a smoke show. They got beat by 20 okay. in there by Air Force. One possession game, the Houston beat UCF. First one of the season. One possession game, the SMU. Two possession game, the Memphis. One possession game, the Cincinnati. Who's one of the better teams in the country. And they beat Tulsa by three. I think that they could easily be like four and two right now. They're probably good. Very simply could be. Um, so genuinely, I'm actually going to think this through. Navy wins, man. Notre Dame is not going to do well against the triple option this time. Notre Dame has always two. done well. They play every year. Notre Dame always does well against triple option. It's always a close game, though. But give me Navy. 21's a big number. 35. Navy has lost five games. Only one though has been one six six games. Only one of those about twenty one points or more. Twenty one's big. They can still make a bowl game. Big number. Hey, can I give you a bonus game of the week? Texas at Iowa State. Iowa State getting six and a half points at home. Horns down. Horns down. Okay. Give me the Cyclones. Give me the Cyclones as well. I lost trust in Casey Thompson. Four straight losses or three straight fourth quarter chokes. So do they fire um, Sark after one season? I mean, this is how many losses Tom Herman had last year, and they fired him. But also, he had it's some off-the-field issues. Like yeah, eight and four, and couldn't drive a car on campus because of stuff. Yeah, and he was like a drunk. What's up? Could you do a podcast about Texas coaches and leaving their wives for hookers, or monkeys attacking kids? Oh, all in the same. Yeah, <laughs> all, all, all connected. All, all, all connected. That, that is Texas. Texas. That, that, that is Austin. Texas football. The University of Texas. Go Tigers. I miss Charlie Strong. <laughs> Said no one. He never had a chance to win there. No. Not one. he's a coach at the University of Texas. It's not Mac Brown. Uh, or Daryl Royal. Is Daryl Royal a coach? There's the oil guy. I'm going to have to cut this out of the podcast. Out. Good idea. I'm not going to do it. Daryl Royal won three. Na- Daryl Royal invented the triple option. Won three national championships. Kyle Darrell Royal for Texas Tech. I'm sure he he's had. Been, he's been dead for ten years. I'm sure he has some descendants somewhere. He's like ninety. He'd be like ninety-five. Then you like he died ten years ago. I, I know. Died, yeah, I know. I've watched the movie My All American. He also coached Texas. I, I know. And 1963, 1969, and 1970 were his national championships. Is that right? Three for three. Was that three for three on that? Pretty impressive. Yeah, there you go. Are you? Off the top of my head. Is that why you give me a hard time about picking Texas in every game? Because you're secretly a Texas lover. No, I just like Daryl Royal. I think he's a great coach. But no, I I, I give you a hard time for picking Texas because they suck. Died from Alzheimer's. He was old. Old man. Good coach. You should watch my All-American. Great, great football movie. Thought of the list. Thanks for coming on today. Yeah, I don't think I'll have a voice next week. No, I'm I'm gonna crawl into bed again. It's getting worse right and after worse. this episode. I think you're gonna die. Probably need to go to a doctor before yeah. we go to like the mountains this weekend. I'm sure the moisture will help me over there. I don't think so. I don't think you know being up like six thousand feet is gonna help either. Four thousand, five thousand. We're already up like twenty five hundred, yeah, three thousand in Lubbock. So because I'll be closer. To God. You say closer to God. Closer to heaven. End of that part out. The Tower of Babel right there. The Tower <laughs> of Babel. Wow, that was that was pretty. Babel. Babel, Babel. Let's it. make fun of you saying Babel. It's literally pronounced Babel. Like, half the stuff. It's, it's B-A-B-E-L. Not B-A-B-L-E. Babel. That'd be Babel. Babel. But it's been, people say Babel more than Babel. Because Babel. Because Babel. That's kind of a joke. All right, thanks for coming on today. That will not be edited out. That will be in the final episode. Getting closer to God. Good job. Sick. Is that why Kenneth Copeland has jets? You can fly soon. All right, thanks for coming on today. Um, Wait until he finds out about Mount Everest. <laughs> okay. Um, have you back next week for College Football Pickums. It's getting 
the end of the season, we're going to find something else to talk about, like basketball. Basketball. Basketball podcast. College basketball. Early season basketball. NBA. Mm, basketball post-January. Ah. Early season basketball ah. sucks because all, all you do is play bad teams. The Thanksgiving tournaments are good, and the very first Tuesday is good. Where like Kansas is playing Kentucky, Michigan State is playing Duke. Other than that. Who are we playing? North, North Florida? Florida. North Florida. North Florida. Go. Wow. Powerhouse. Go, go up there. Go North They're Florida. They're a green bird looking on. thing. They can be many hold things. On, hold on. Hold on. Before we end, we're going to find it. What is their mascot? I'm on edge. The Ospreys? Go Ospreys. Yes, they are. Ozzy the Osprey. Go Ospreys. Go Ospreys. Go Ospreys. Look at that photo. Go Go look at that photo. Oh, I thought that said Final Four. It's his first sure. four. First four. Wow. Yeah. Thanks for coming on today. Hope to see you next week. College basketball Hope will have started by our next episode. College fa- basketball. Tech- Cannot wait. Texas Tech basketball is going to have two home games. Tech has 20 Before Tech the boss of the game. Guns up. Tech does not want a conference game this year. Go Tigers. I'm leaving. I'm just kidding. (laughs) Thanks for coming on. Thank you all for listening today to the More Sports Podcast on the More Than Sports Podcast Network. Again, check out the website, all the articles we got on there for you, some new content coming up. Keep an eye out on YouTube. Some more content will be coming in the later months of this year, probably closer to December when I'm not studying as much. Um, after finals so but yeah check it out more than sports.com m-o-o-r-e than sports.com it's more than sports thanks for listening today